Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of the book of Shmuel, of Samuel. Uh, we are studying Shmuel Aleph, the first book of Samuel, uh, chapter 15b, the second portion of chapter 15, which begins with verse 16. Vayomer Shmuel el Shaol. What we had just learned, uh, Shmuel had just uh, Related to Shaul, the command of God to destroy the people of Amalek, and um, and instead of destroying them uh, the way they were instructed to completely wipe them out, in order to demonstrate that they their lives that their lives as bandits of take of of using might to take things away from people was inappropriate and would ruin the ability to set up a stable kingdom. They did the same thing that Amalek used to do. They attacked Amalek and took all, took all of the good stuff for themselves um, to show that ah, we beat them in battle. Now we take all of the goods. We take all of the sheep and the cattle and the uh, riches and the treasures, etc. Completely disregarding God's command and the entire purpose of this battle. Vayomer Shmuel al-Shaul and Samuel said to Saul, Shmuel said to Shaul, Helef! The Agidalacha, Heref, like, stop, like, Shaul, you just, you, this is consistent. Several times I've told you, and you still don't get it. And let me tell you, that which God told me just this past night. I remember Shmuel, the entire night he spent trying to pray to God to give Shaul, give this kingdom another chance. But listen to what God said, and Shaul said, okay, tell me, tell me what God said. Shmuel said, Behold, even though you might be small, you might think of yourself as humble, you might think of yourself as worthy. And to, and to a large degree, Shaul was a humble person. We learned this beforehand, at least outwardly, at least to some degree. He understood that the king of Israel should be different than than just a general king, that this king was not going to make himself into a god. He understood certain concepts and he understood that he that that you know he made you know he, he presented himself as undeserving. He presented himself with you know he, he didn't uh, try to avenge his own honor. This was all in the beginning of Shaul. He was portrayed as a humble person. So you might think you're small, however there's also some pride. You need to have pride and understand that you have a unique and special mission. Rosh Shivtei Yisrael Ata. You are the head, the leader of the tribes of Israel. This is something different. This is something new. God, God anointed you as king over Israel. And what did he do? What does this mean? Why is this new? God sent you on the road, and he said, I want you to destroy those sinners, Amalek. You weren't destroying them because you were more powerful and they were another nation, one nation against another, like just any other war that was constant in those days. And one nation was powerful, they destroyed the other one in order to take their things. But over here you were destroying them because they were chatoim, because they were sinners, because their way of life was a way of sinning. Their way of life was one in which they took advantage of people who were vulnerable and took their things. And your job was to wage war until you destroy them completely to wipe out that way of life from the world. 
Why did you not listen to the sound, the voice of God? And instead, you turned towards taking the the spoils, taking the booty, taking the wealth. You did the same thing that you were sent to destroy. And you ended up doing evil and bad in the eyes of God. Shaul still doesn't get it. He still doesn't understand. So he says to Shmuel, but... But what is it that God wants, right? Shaul is thinking God wants us to be wealthy so we can bring him nice sacrifices. I listened to the voice of God. I did go on the way that God sent me. And what did I do? I have brought to you Agag, the king of Amalek. And the people of Amalek I have destroyed. And I want to suggest, what's what's the point of taking... Um, Taking the the king of Amalek is just a sign of revenge to show we're going to slaughter him, we're going to execute him, hang him on a, a, a thing just to show that we're more powerful, haha, than him. But that's not the point here. And the, the nation took from within this, all of this bounty, all of these treasures, we took stuff for God. We took Reshit HaKerem, the beginning, the best stuff of the stuff that had been uh, taken, to bring as a, as a sacrifice to the Lord, your God, in Gilgal. Again, Shaul makes the mistake of looking at Shmuel as the random prophet of some random deity that just happens to be powerful. So we're going to bring these as as sacrifices to your God. What are you upset about, Mr. Prophet here? We got some big, beautiful animals to bring to your God. Your God's going to be real nice and happy now. Shmuel sees and realizes now, and this is one of the most powerful and one of the strongest statements in the entire Tanakh, this next word, a verse, I want you to listen to this carefully because Shmuel is here laying out solidly what the purpose and the point of the entire Tanakh, the entire purpose and the point of the people of Israel, and certainly the purpose and the point of the first king of Israel is as follows, Vayomer Shmuel, and Shmuel responds to Shaul, Hachifetz l'Adonai be'olot uzvachim, is God interested in burnt sacrifices and offerings? Is this what God is interested in? Kishmoa bekol Adonai, like He is interested in what He commands and what He says. Hine Shimoa mizavachtov, listening to God's commands, living the life He commands, is so much more important than even the best sacrifice. Liakshiv to pay attention to God, mechelevelim, is so much more important than the fat of rams. Here we have the first solid, clear explication of the purpose and the point of setting up a kingdom in Israel and the purpose and the point of listening to the Torah and living the Torah's ways. God is not like just another one of these polytheistic pagan gods to whom you bring a sacrifice and that somehow uh, uh, appeases him or her and gets what it is that you want. What God wants is action. What God wants is for us to to do what he says and God had a plan here he had a purpose in the war that he commanded you to do and you did not fulfill that purpose <clears throat> and here Shmuel continues with with a, a saying that if you're going to serve God in that way as sacrifices then that's the same thing 
as serving a polythe a, a pagan god that's the same thing he's no better once you serve god that way then you're guilty of the same sin and here is the words of the prophet samuel ki khatat kesem mary rebelling against god not listening to his word is a sin of idolatry because what you are saying is that what god wants is my sacrifice is my is my gift that i'm giving him of this animal or whatever as opposed to listening to him utrofim haftsar and haftsar stubbornness stubbornness in listening to god's word is just as bad as trafim as magical amulets that were used in the service and worship of idols traf that's what trafim are and aven is the act of serving an idol haftsar not listening to god is as bad as worshiping an idol Ya'an, because why? Because ma'asta et devar Adonai, because you have, you have um, repudiated the word of God. When you don't listen to the word of God, that's what you have done. Bayim oschami melech, and God has now, because you have done this, now God has repudiated you as king of the people of Israel. This is one. This is such an important lesson. It's simply impossible to overemphasize these two verses and these two statements that we just read of Shmuel to Shaul, and how important they are to understanding the entire Tanakh and the thrust of all of the words of, prof, of the prophets that we studied, many that we've studied already together, and that we'll continue to study together from here on to the end of Tanakh and indeed to the end of time. This message of the Jewish religion that it is what God wants is our obedience, not our sacrifices. By Yomer Shaul al Shmuel, and Shaul says to Shmuel now, now he says this chotosi. Now he says, I have sinned. Ki ovarti et pi because I have transgressed the word, the command of God viet varacha and your word. And why did I command this, Shaul says? And this is really important, you have to listen closely. Shaul starts off saying, I have sinned, but instead, uh, but he still doesn't get, so it starts off sounding okay, but the problem is, first of all, he's being, he's, he's, he's saying this when Shmuel has already criticized him. However, um, what does he say? Instead of taking responsibility himself, he says, The reason why I didn't was not because I don't get the point, not because I don't understand the purpose, because I was afraid of the nation, and I listened to them. Now, this is bad on several levels. Number one, Shaul is shuffling his blame onto someone else. We've seen this before, most famously in the book of Genesis, all the way back in the beginning of the Torah, where, where, uh, where Adam blames the wife, and the wife, and Eve, and Eve blames the serpent. Everyone blames everyone else. True repentance is when you take first responsibility yourself. So number one, Shaul blames the people rather than takes responsibility. And then he makes more mistakes in the next verse. And now, please, please, I want you to, um, please, be he begs Shmuel to carry his sin, forgive his sin, and let's, and come with me, and let's bow to God. Why is he asking Samuel, Shmuel, to forgive his sin? It's not up to Shmuel. Shaul should fall before God himself. Again, Shaul doesn't get the fact that this prophet is not the one who is the, who, who he sinned to, is not the one who can forgive his sin. God can forgive his sin. Shaul should look to God, not to um, 
not to Samuel. So, and asking Samuel to come and bow to God with him, what, what is that supposed to help? Shaul should be bowing before God and asking for forgiveness. So that's another mistake. Again, Shaul still doesn't get it. I will not return with you. I am not the one who sinned. I'm not going with you now to pray before God for forgiveness. I'm not going to help you achieve forgiveness. Only you can do that. But since you still persist in this mistake, you have demonstrated that there is no room for you as king. You are the one who rejected or repudiated the word of God. And now God has reputed you from being the king. That's it. Forget it. Shmuel turned away from Saul to go away. And Shaul was in, in his desperation to try to hold on to his kingdom, to, to hold on to his monarchy. He grasped the cloak of Shmuel and tore off a piece of his cloak. And Shmuel says, this is a I love Shmuel in a symbolic way. Shmuel said to Shaul, Korah Adonai, God has torn away from you et mamlachut Israel, the kingdom of Israel, from you today. It's done. And God is giving the kingdom to someone else who is better than you. We don't yet know who that person is. We will find out in the upcoming chapters. But at this point, we don't yet know. Well, actually, I'm going to uh, stop here. Uh, we're going to start from this verse 29. And when we do uh, part C, 1 Samuel part C, we will do that together and f- complete this chapter 15. Just pay attention to what Shmuel said and pay attention to what the sins of Saul was and why he was the inappropriate person to be the uh, founder of the monarchy that is to lead Israel on its special mission into the future. Thank you for studying together. Looking forward to completing this chapter together. And of course, the entire book of Samuel and all of the prophets together.